Yo, yo, yo. What up, everybody? It's the speech guy, Tony Asar, A-S-A-R, coming from the land of sugar-free. So you know it's nothing sweet, but everything's nice. And if you hear this voice, you know what it is. Once again, it's another episode of The Comedy Plug, where I go ahead, we fuse some jazz, we fuse some trap, we fuse some... I don't know, maybe some reggaeton. How am I feeling today? I don't know yet. And on top of that, we play comedy albums. And today's episode, I got my first guest with me. My first guest, Carissa Gomez. Carissa, say what's up. Hi. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) I'm excited to be here. It's uh, it's my first time on the radio. (laughs) Thank you for coming through. Thank you for coming through. Thank you. Where did you come from? Um, I live in Beaumont right now. I do. Wow. I, yeah. So it's about almost one, two hours away from here. Yeah. Yeah. Give or take. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a drive. Was it, was it like rough? You got AC? Your car got yes, AC? Yes. Yes. My car oh. has AC. Yes. My car has air conditioning. Yeah. I don't know if this is a real stat, but I feel four out of five people don't have AC in their car. <laughs> <laughs> I I believe that statistic. For some reason, it's just believable. <laughs> <laughs> well, Carissa, thank you for coming through. We're going to get to know a lot more about you throughout the show. But, you know, you guys hear the voice, you hear the tunes. We're going to keep it going. We're going to go ahead and get in some jams. First one up, Outside, West Side Boogie with Joey Badass. And once again, you listen to The Comedy Club. Bitch, I ain't early, I say bout time. Uh, shit, I run up here in my damn time. Uh, y'all spending all day swatting house flies. Uh, let me know that y'all not outside. Oh, who really outside? It's all about the approach. Uh, I've been one smoke with my auntie was on dope. Got a bed that's full of bodies, got a closet full of ghosts. And yeah, I'm cool with rappers, niggas acting like we close. Shit, I'm the greatest on the coast, and niggas thought I knew the Pope. Mm. Bless me with the hands of catching all these niggas' fans. Uh. Supposed to be your man's damn, my nigga, you got scammed. Uh. Funny that I'm standing with the dude who may stand, but never treat me like a fan, cause what I am, what I am. Whatever you say, I am. Shit, if I wasn't interested, why would I say I am? Shit, and the radio don't even play my jam. I get no damn, I'm in Boston with the fam. You say it's early, I say bout time. I kill these niggas in my damn time. Uh, they spending all day swatting house flies with couch time. And let me know that they not outside all. Who really outside? It's all about the approach. Uh. Make it this far. Gotta keep a couple scopes on me. Bitch, I'm not a star. Stuff the chopper in my coat, homie. They know who we are. They just think that we don't know. Put your hand up in the spine. See if you don't get roast, homie. Stevie Crooks, yeah. A Street. At the table with the blue blazer, looking like Scarface. The sling on my arm ain't for bones, it's chrome. Palm trees with the on sunset in the back. A fact when I rap, it's like Rich Cologne. Set the mood, the rules, my nigga, I broke those. Hanging with Crips and blood, sipping with Cholos. Foot out the window, by the driving the Benzo. Walk in closet, more kicks than Kendo. More hits than Kimbo. Slicing my steak at sea level when they go. Life is great. Teflon backs for baby, okay. Plum. Banana, great, spin high, wanna spin, win, cause I wanna win, tall fly, nigga, yep, it's only one of him doubling up the pressure to get respect for years, and I ain't even want revenge, you asked for this, now you wanna say sorry, I can't forgive you, 
tried to ignore me. Now everywhere you go, I'm there. Slept on me, now I'm a nightmare. Now everywhere you go, I'm there. You slept on me, now I'm a nightmare. You asked for this, now you wanna say sorry. I can't forgive you. You tried to ignore me. Now everywhere you go, I'm there. Slept on me, now I'm a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, stuck to the plan and stuck to my guns Now I'm loved in the land cause I stayed who I am Got fed up with wanting to be the man Became not exactly the great Gatsby Black feet with a black tee, tinge black tool Backflip over a balcony into a fat pool I'm glad you noticed that I am a diamond It's more than rap, more than rhyming More of the fact I am designing The illest piece of art since Banksy Thank me, sports cars from A3 racing crazy Shades in my beard looking half a Raisley You can be a mermaid, ain't half as wavy Put you in the grave right next to daisies Yeah it's all right, it's okay, get that money anyway, it's all right, Okay, bye bye, birdie, tell the hater go away. How I came up, slept till noon every day. In the late night, talk to the moon, it would say, It's alright, it's okay. You can get paid with a trip to the bay. They just want to hear the classics. Little nigga with a passion. Ghetto beach for a fashion. Take a flick, ain't no caption. When you see a nigga laughing, James Bond in the Aston. All that broke shit is past tense. So please don't ask me what happened. I turned my hobby to a gang check. I turned my brothers to some go getters. Full stamp to a gold member. Real ladies ain't no gold diggers. Drink a man lemonade, yeah. I need a girl who get paid now. Going Dutch on a pound, hey. Figaro, Figaro style. Hold up, hold up. What you gotta say? Hold up, four bucks. How much can I make? West side niggas don't know any other way. West side get the money every single day. Hold up, hold up. Gotta say, showed up, more bucks. How much can I make? Westside niggas don't know any other way. Westside get the money every single day. No, 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 no more section A. Don't phone me if you phony, it can wait. Always get it high, live confetti cake. Any walker like that got a slice can hear my rage. I like my comments. Come on now, I know y'all grooving, I know y'all feel that, I know you loving it. Once again, you listening to the Comedy Plug and you rocking with the speech guy, Tony Asar, A-S-A-R, and I am accompanied by my homegirl, Carissa, who came all the way, all the way. (laughs) And I gotta say thank you for shooting through, I gotta say thank you for shooting through. So Carissa, you've been doing comedy for how long now? Um, since 2018, but yeah, if we're talking about consistently, like how long I've been like on stage because the pandemic kind of broke things up. Yeah. But I would say probably a year and five months. Okay. A year and a half. No, not a year and a half. That's a year and some change almost coming up. Yeah. We don't count change. This is America. It's all about the bills, (laughs) baby. (laughs) And what what brought you to the calling? Um, what brought me to comedy? Yeah, the calling uh, of comedy. The calling of comedy. I, I 
it's always been something that I've wanted to do, uh, but there was just life circumstances that made me think that I didn't know how to do it, you know? Hmm. Um, like I went to school, I studied art, um, and uh, I also uh, studied chemistry because my mom wanted me to be a doctor and uh, doing the, the medical thing, like studying biology and chemistry. Yeah. I liked it, but I, I felt like at the end of the day, there was nothing to kind of push me to keep me going to do it. Okay. Like okay. there there was no motivator behind it. It was more like, was I doing it to please her or was I doing it for myself? And that's the crazy part about life. I I feel like most of us get trapped in our earlier preteen or our, or our late teenage years trying to impress, you know, of course our family, which isn't so wrong, right. but it does lead us astray from the path we're supposed to be on. Right, right. And ever since I mean ever since i was a kid I, I i always wanted to be a performer of some kind or or maybe just be in the entertainment industry like maybe a filmmaker or something but i was just too afraid to vocalize that with my family because i knew that they they did not think highly of those professions they were like we don't care you were know were they like lawyers and no, stuff no 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 they were immigrants <laughs> That makes even more sense. Yeah, yeah. I feel that. Don't waste their time. Exactly. Or, what, or exactly. their sacrifice. I feel that. Exactly. I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. Uh, as a matter of fact, this is this is the funny part. Um, this particular neighborhood where the studio is in, in Boyle Heights. Um, yes. I actually grew up here. Oh, what? Yeah, I did. I grew up here. Um, I lived here until I was seven. Um, my parents, they helped out at like the Hollenbeck Youth Center and the, okay. the YMCA and the Girls and Boys Club. They used to spend a lot of their time uh, using the facilities, but at the same time, like they volunteered their time helping other kids. That's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. is that why you always seem to help me out? <laughs> I get, I, yes, yes. I suppose that's probably it. I, that's. <laughs> The natural humanitarianism in me that was yeah real quick backstory so uh i seen carissa around but we didn't really interact until uh i was having a nervous breakdown right right <laughs> and she had to she had to come through she was like hey have you heard of these pills and what was the name of those uh ashwanda i i believe i don't know if that's how you pronounce it but it's it's a strange uh writing of it but yeah, they're just kind of like over-the-counter herbal supplements you get at Target, that kind of thing. And and they help with what? They help with anxiety. They help with anxiety. There's 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 a lot of things that help with anxiety, but uh, because I use it for myself. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, yeah, we we both you and I, you and I, Tony, we basically <laughs> bonded. <laughs> we bonded over the commonality of having anxiety attacks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, yeah I, I remember that. I, I will never forget that, you know. That's <laughs> and um I mean coming from a standpoint where I see somebody else going through something difficult, um I don't pass the judgment, but I do kind of there are people that try to say things to people that are going through, you know, anxiety attacks. They'll try to say like Suck formalities. Yeah, yeah. Or like 
oh, do you need something that, you know, just so that they can feel better about themselves, but they never actually uh, speak from a point of where you're actually, you know, if they've ever experienced it. And that seems kind of troubling for me when I get people that come up to me and ask me how I'm doing. Yeah. You know, because it's like, do I let you in and tell you or, you know, are you just going to? Because I've say had, some judgmental right, stuff. Right, right, yeah. right. I've, yeah. I've had people that, you know, I've opened up to and then they come back and they try to use that as fuel against me in some way. And I don't know why, but, you know, it just I, I keep those people, you know, at arm's length away. Um, it, it's very difficult when you're in an industry or, or in a, a place where you have to be social. Like mm -hmm. it's required of you so that you can, you know, progress as an artist or uh, an, an, an entertainer or a producer or whatever. You need to socialize and having um, issues with anxiety or, uh, you know, like um, where you can't function on a normal rate where like talking socially exhausts you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, when you're dealing with those issues, it's hard to actually be an artist. But, it, you know, it, it's kind of like a catch-22 almost. It, it really is. How? What are some ways that you... For, all right, two-part question. One, do you experience anxiety anytime before or after performing on stage? And two, how do you go about handling it, if so? I always experience anxiety. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all the time. It's, yeah. it's, 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 it's nonstop. It's just it comes with uh with just the territory of 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 being socially awkward somewhat you know um but i will say that doing stand-up comedy has kind of helped a lot it's helped a lot because it, it at the same time i realized um i wanted to develop as a comedian but then I also realized that I had to take that risk and, and just, it, it pushed me. It, it was a motivator. It pushed me to do things I would have ne normally never have done. It pushed me out of my comfort zone. It definitely pushed me out of my comfort zone. So I feel that, um, that that's one of the biggest things is that you have to have a motivator in what you're doing, kind of going around full circle with everything. Um, you have to have a motivator with what you're doing. And uh, for for you to fall in love with something that you, you want to do, you have to be passionate about it. That part. And um, I think that, that having both pushes you to grow, just point blank. And, and that's what I was looking for in a profession. I wanted something to push me. And it not only, you know, pushed me just to be... Uh, an artist it, it it helped me just in general in in like just dealing with anxiety and dealing because i mean not only do i deal with anxiety i, I have schizophrenia on top of that bipolar yeah yeah so you know it's it's, it's like a yeah, rough world yeah, out here for us yeah. exactly and stabilizing mood well for me stabilizing my moods is right kinda, yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> it does give me the power to do this though. yeah it does it does but you know i it's it's just funny when when people um they think oh entertainers you know they're they're so approachable because we're always around people yeah like that's not true um we're naturally you know introverted people but we're selectively extroverted and that's why if anyone ever goes to a comedy show or uh, open mic or anything look at the back of the room 
those are all the people on the exactly. show right there. That's how so <laughs> we're about to go on stage and tell all these jokes, tell these things about our personal lives. But if you look at the back of the room, we are not inter we barely interact with, with each, each other. other. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We're all reclusive in one corner, like, yeah, you know, like it it's it kind of reminds me of um, you know, like uh uh, contemporary art like when you're studying artists and they always talk about these beatniks and these mm -hmm. all they're, they're all reclusive in like small groups and they're sitting down you know chatting and or back then they were like drinking coffee and smoking cigarettes they're still doing the same thing but you know just starbucks it, exactly we just look a little differently now you know we don't have we're not all in the black i mean i'm still in the black but um oh that means you're doing good financially <laughs> if you're still wearing black <laughs> if you're wearing all black yeah i guess i guess you, you're doing all right i am doing okay you know i'm not struggling but you know still i feel like i'm not doing enough i'm um, just saying because steve jobs was always in black that I did not notice that. Yeah. No, was he? I thought he wore well, he like was jeans. In, he, wore he did denim. wear jeans. Yeah. yeah, he just wore that black top tee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So I guess if you go, if you switch from all black to black denim, <laughs> you're a billionaire. <laughs> then you're doing well. Or white tee denim. Right, right. Or let's see, all these men that we talk about, they're all bald men. You know, if you're a bald <sighs> white man, you're doing well. <laughs> I feel like that, right? Like you're obviously on top of something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A bald white man wearing a black, you're doing fabulously in life, you know. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I I can understand, you know, where you're coming from when we talk about anxiety. Mm -hmm. um, this is the anxiety podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You hear it here, people. She just came on my shit, renamed it, and took it over. It is a woman's world after all. Feminism is working. Oh, no. You know what's funny about that when they say, like, the future is female? I, I love it. I personally love it. But in my cynical-ass mind would say the future is female. That's c only because we're all getting fucked in the end, you know? <laughs> Facts. Am I allowed to say that word? Um, yeah. <laughs> hey, Carmelita, if you're listening, I didn't break down all the rules. Uh-oh. But, you know, that's cool. Is the FCC going to get you guys? Yeah. Uh, we'll edit it out. We'll, we we got, there's oh, okay. a team here oh, okay, that comes okay. through the episode. Okay. You know. Right, right. All right. It is kind of official. I know, right? It yeah. is kind of official. Yeah. Like, I have a boss. Wow. Yeah. That's probably going to text me because they listen. Oh, they do? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> 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 You're like, uh oh, we're in trouble. Yeah. Did you see my face? As soon as you said, yeah. I was like, oh, I forgot. <laughs> we have two use of freedom of speech. We just use it however. Oh, no. But then there's this thing called FCC. Yeah. Uh oh. But hey, on the podcast version, who cares? Right. Like that's right. that's why I drop it as a podcast version too. You know. Okay. All right. Well, then there's two versions of this. There's yeah. Two versions. Yeah. There is the edited version, and there's the uh, Tony Asar unedited version. Yeah, the edited version is for radio, one on one point five. You can catch that. But <laughs> check out the comedy plug available wherever podcasts are available at. Where we're dropping f bombs. <laughs> f bombs, all nonchalant. But, all right, Carissa, we're going to get back to this music real quick. Well, actually, we're not going to get to the music. We're going to get into, since I, I knew uh, you're a little mental, 
this order, I got mine. Mm -hmm. So my feature comic for today is Maria Bamford. All right. Come yes. on, right? Yes. Great time. Perfect. So we're going to go ahead and get into the comedy portion of the Comedy Club. Thank you for coming out. <laughs> Very kind. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Guys, thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming out. Uh, I understand. I know we're here in Los Angeles. Uh, also at home, I know we're all artists. We all have a gift. If at any point during my program you feel disgusted, you think to yourself, why isn't comedy better than I remembered? Why isn't that particular premise less ill-conceived? Why? Why isn't this experience exactly what I had wanted? Please, let that rage trampoline you into working on your own stuff. <laughs> Harness the power of an enormous letdown. Uh, you. Why does everything have to be so good? There's a lot of talk in society, but that's amazing. That's genius. He's a pig of productivity. She's a kaleidoscope of can-do. Yes. There are certain people in society who have a tremendous amount of talent. You combine that with an unbelievable work ethic. It is greatness. <laughs> that interesting. Haven't we seen it before? Einstein, Beyonce, the Muppets, Japan. I adore a two-star experience. There is a deli down the street from our house. I believe it is called the Super Crap Shitty Ass Liquor Store. It is... Dusty, dark, Diet Coke, hot, milk, <laughs> sour. You open up a Milky Way, it blooms. They are invariably unfriendly, and they're only sometimes open. And it is that kind of integrity of mediocrity over time that deserves celebration, the energy that it takes to not improve. <laughs> And as a small business owner, I relate many times a day on my Yelp page, I get customer comments. Stop, witch! <laughs> Why don't you kill yourself? Ooh, great minds think alike. Thumbs up. <laughs> Follow and then mute. <laughs> and yet, and yet, despite that ongoing negative commentary, I persist at half steam. generating up to 11 new minutes of material per decade. Oh, yeah. Let's get into some music now. This is Zen So Out of My Way. And you're listening to the comedy plug. Ooh. Check it out. Check it out. Yeah. Check. Uh. 
Today I'm saying that I'm getting out my own way. So many of us in for all work, no play. Moving at a slow pace, better than no pace. I'm an indigenous astronaut, I need my own space. Don't get tied up like lacing your shoes. Now on a daily you choose to go and take in the news. Instead of creating moves, it's like you're waiting to lose. I mean, we all want some songs made and play with some views. Used to always sing, I wish I could. To sing it, I can. I've gotten to the point where my subconscious is my hype, man. Never known for punchlines, but sometimes they might land. Listening to me is like taking a trip to Thailand. Very peaceful, but exercise caution. My words help you realize a better life is an option. What we bring to people is what you buy, get an auction. Raised by hip hop, you could verify the adoption. People acting like they know your story like a news crew. You want something different? Stop accepting what you're used to. I had to stop going out of my way. To get out of my way. Now I'm out of my way. Now I'm out of my way. Stop going out of my way. Take it out of my way. Now I'm out of my way. Tell me what you're looking at and what you really see. They say believe in God, but do you believe in me? A genius when achieving, I'm leading them through the sea. Illuminated, few related music made from the V. I integrate pieces. Slides, step, dream it. Slides, step, dream it. Johnny Bars, Almighty Dollar. Almighty Dollar, I commit to profit. Ancestors feeling indifferent, third eyes and guys Lining up shockers like stars in the night when you watch it Gone like the moon, shit Feel like a prophet, spoke this to existence While putting in work till it's promised Had to stay honest, waking up giving my blessings This is a new day, the pressure stayed on us Whips are cracking on our backs, you modern day slaves Caught in the moment, trying to break out this cage Got me bending them rules, bending them counters just seeing them angles and paying my dues up. This place marijuana. It's a special occasion. Don't fuck up the vibes, nigga. Let's fuck up some commas, nigga. Yeah, we on the come up together. We rise Put drinks for the fallen. Then we divide and conquer. Stay hitting them shots. Shaking the rest off. Got a status more polished. My faith in this hands. For ain't got we trust now. Got me staying up late for that almighty dollar. Hey. Take you different types of ways. Not gonna settle for this type of living. Manifested, bringing light to visions. Set examples when I demonstrate it. Crown enabling imagination. Thousand petal lotus activate. Thousand petals thrown in my parade. Celebrating where your conscious stay. Not distracted by these little niggas. Bigger issues on my mind today. 
Meditation to destroy my vices A confession from a conscious life Release karma and my ways of sinning Quenching the thirst of my inner wisdom Thinking solely getting through them days Keep me going, finding strength within it And I'm on it, send my prayers back to business Living water been replenished More to accomplish, I'm done with practice Done with scrimmage, where to my nigga from Pomona Can't remain dormant and positivity ain't in you Then you'll be your biggest opponent What is your motive? Fuck that ego, what you thinking? What keeps you grinding in the mornings? Away for that almighty dollar Almighty dollar Almighty dollar has to be one of the swaggiest shows that we have had up to date it's working well carissa thank you for coming through once again to the comedy plug i hope you enjoying yourself girl i, I am very much <laughs> i am very much enjoying myself uh, it's a pleasure to be here with tony Asar. oh <laughs> <laughs> now you talked about moving you know and bouncing around but what specifically in your background help contribute to your comedy um i think doing just that just living in different places okay. um but you know like i mentioned before uh, my parents are immigrants and they uh, they obviously wanted us to do well and take advantage of you know uh what they considered the american dream and um they wanted us to just do what they didn't have the opportunities to do and for them it meant uh having a stable income but you know they weren't they were partially taught by american schools but they weren't taught that portion where um you know when you're a kid they say oh you can be whatever you want to be you know you if you set your mind to it you can do it you know like that's what we were raised on mm -hmm. you know the funny the funny part that i think about that was that i took it literally where they say you can be anything you want to be <laughs> And then I was like, well, what if I want to be everything, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's where the schizophrenia kicks in, because in my mind, I am technically everything. You know, I can be whatever I want to be technically, you know, because I have a good imagination. So everything is still 
it's still on the table, still viable. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But like, what what TV shows you go up around? Uh, we watch a lot of HBO. Oh, work. Yeah, yeah. My sisters and I, we watch a lot of HBO. What was the go-to? Oh man, just the weirdest things, you know, like um. You can watch like rated R movies, and I think we were watching rated R movies at the age of six. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's <laughs> so, wild as a six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I think I think the thing that stood out in my head were like all the Spike Lee joint films. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, you woke. Yeah, we were. We were. We were. <laughs> yeah, Spike Lee had an immense uh, influence on us. On, on my sisters and I, particularly me. Uh, I, I think I was the one that was always watching uh, avant-garde films, you know, to a certain extent. Um, then I, I don't know, I just, I just always wanted to be uh, someone that kind of uh, left a, a deep impact in people's minds, you know, yeah. just being memorable, just being memorable like that. You know, because th I think that's what stands out the most, you know, is is that uh, it's not necessarily what you do, but it's it's kind of how you think. And and people can pick up on that. People pick up on honesty. That part. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 that that that's what I like to incorporate in, in my comedy is 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 the honesty of things and just uh, kind of flagrantly saying it in a ridiculous way, you know, where you 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 postulate almost as if you're you're playing devil's advocate but you postulate the truth exactly how it is like I, what i like to do is i like to make the truth seem like it's ridiculous yeah me too yeah, yeah. And that's why i love dark humor yeah exactly <laughs> there you go that's it's like duh <laughs> yeah. you gave the perfect breakdown explanation of what dark humor is yeah I love that. yeah and talking about honesty like how how do you feel when it comes to because we had a mishap and we was briefly speaking on this. How do you feel with when it comes to using curse words appropriately? Because I feel like there's so much negativity of with curse words and we forget that they're actually like a little salt and pepper on us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, here's the funny thing. I have a funny story about curse words. Um, I actually got kicked out of a Barnes and Noble once. <laughs> I know out of all places, right? I get kicked out of a bookstore. Yeah. Um, and it was like You look like you run a chain over. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, right? I <laughs> I I look like the person that belongs in the bookstore. But <laughs> yeah. Uh apparently they didn't like me because I said that I effing love Martha Stewart notebooks because you know I'm into notebooks. And they didn't they all they had was all they sell are moleskins. They didn't have uh Martha Stewart notebooks at the time and so I was I was talking to a friend in the store and they were a, they were closing around closing time so maybe 10 o'clock and one of the employees came up to me and said we can hear you from the other side of the store and I thought there's no one in the store right now <laughs> you know and then and then she says well there are children here and I said where <laughs> And, and I was like, if there are children here, that's a problem the parents are facing having their kids out so late at night. Yeah, that you know, part. yeah, exactly. Like, Get a why, babysitter. why do you have your kids out at like, you know, times where people are, are it, it's like 11 o'clock and the, 
that those are nightclub hours, you know? <laughs> Why are your kids out? There is like this unspoken society rule, like after a certain period of time, if you're outside, you're yeah. looking for what's outside. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but see, the strange part was I wasn't at a nightclub. I was at a bookstore just buying a notebook, you know, and the lady, uh, th this was at a Victorville Mall lady at the Barnes and Noble. Like literally she called the sheriff. Wow. Yeah. The sheriff? She called the sheriff and they came out and I said, I'm not going to leave the store until I'm able to buy my book. Yeah. You know? And they were like, no, you need to leave now. I said, why? Because I said the F word. There's F words written in all these books. <laughs> like, if you're going to kick me out, you might as well burn these books while you're at it. You know, like what? Have a whole footloose speech. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I did. I had that whole I had a whole conniption there. Um, out of all things, I you know, I, I'm not going to say that I am the modern day Socrates or anything like that, but it kind of felt like what they did or what they what people continuously do where they they have the cancel culture you know they want to cancel everybody else but they don't want to look introvertedly as like well why is this a problem to them you know uh, all right <laughs> all right on that note or yeah. introspectively they don't introspectively ask the question why why am i offended by that yeah yeah because there are all right so cancel culture uh for the Harvey Weinstein's and the things like that we cancel. Yeah, yeah, I'm with that. Right. But when certain things are just said or expressed and there's no really true intent or call to harm, and yeah. then we're like, cancel, 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 cancel. Like, are like you canceling is, because somebody's offended, or are you canceling because it it inside, offends, yeah, it offends, it offends you. you, right? And no, no, I don't think anybody likes to look at themselves and 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 be a. Uh, I well, I mean, in comedy, we, we call it self-deprecation, but you kind of have to be more introspective and say, well, why is this hurting me? Yeah. Why is this offending me? Why? Why? am Why do I feel the need that because I'm offended, I need to control what other people do? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and I see it all the time. I see it with uh, people like uh, really religious and conservative relatives. You know, they get offended by things like that. And it's it's just it's nonstop. It's just, it's nonstop. And, and I mean, that comes that that's another uh, part of the territory of being an artist. I think this is why we're, we're completely introverted is because we're constantly being scrutinized for things that don't harm anybody. Yeah. It's just literally a thought or expression. Yeah. Or, or if you're an artist, like a, a visual artist, a painting, a mural, you know, mm -hmm. people will get upset by that, by just the concept. It's like, these are ideas that are offending you. You know, like you need to reassess what your concept of these ideas really are, you or know, assess why you're so sensitive. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Why, like, What's really going on? Is it really this mural right now or is it something? Deeper? Yeah. Is it is it is it linked to like a, some sort of traumatic event or, or what is it? It usually is. It's, it's usually that here in the uh, Freudian podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's the second time she done renamed my own show. But once again, this is the comedy plug. You rock it. Totally sorry. A-S-A-R. You're listening to my lovely guest, Carissa Gomez. And we're going to keep the comedy portion going. Uh, I'm not the greatest. I have a bit of a tremor uh, that's distracting in a performer. Why don't you take a medication to offset the hundreds of medications you're already on so that I feel more comfortable? <laughs> To which I'd like to say, weakness is the brand. 
crush this cash cow. Uh, I may be mental, but I'm also a millionaire. Uh, I, uh, I have done very well with mental health shtick, and I was, uh... <laughs> but I've been feeling so good the past several years, um, I don't have any new material about it. And I thought, uh-oh, maybe I should worry about that. Uh, but then I remembered that I'm on antipsychotics and it is no longer possible for me to worry. <laughs> I do have this joke, though. I was at the funeral for a comedian who died of suicide. Wait for it! And, uh, awful. Uh, I've had many friends and family, sadly, die of suicide. And uh, one thing that always bothers me, though, is that when there's obituary they, for someone who's died of it, there's always the number for the suicide hotline. And I know that's helpful. I know it is. I know it saves lives. It has helped me. I've, I've called it myself. But as a person who's trying to kill themselves, it always feels a little condescending. Like, I know what the fucking number is. <laughs> I'm depressed. I'm not a moron. Seems like, you know, having a obituary for someone who died of drowning and then there's an ad for a raft. You know? Yeah, that would have been great. So, after the uh, funeral, I uh, overheard a few people talking. It's just the single most selfish thing he could have done. I know. He has two kids and his wife. She's gorgeous. <laughs> And I thought, hey, you know what? I think the single most selfish thing you can do, I think blaming someone for their own death at their funeral. That is uh, <laughs> truly the single most selfish... Hold up, hold up, hold up. No, 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 no. Writing down the premise for this joke. Yeah. That is truly the single most selfish thing you can do. Yeah. Two, two, two kids? And don't forget... <laughs> to mention how pretty his wife is. <laughs> Let us never forget how attractive all of us are. <laughs> Especially now. <laughs> okay. We winding down, but we picking up. We gonna keep it going with the music, bruh. This is Frutus by Vel the Wonder. <clears throat> Terrace. With you, I never feel embarrassed. Pull my hair up when I'm serving eggs. Chop the watermelon, purple grapes. Fresh piña is my favorite. The citrus burst of amazement. A freshly squeezed juice hit the cold glass. He watched me walk by with my whole eyes. A little butter and toast. Never underestimate who love him the most. Uh, yeah. 
The sun is hitting us tough Coloring our skin while he listens to us It goes, yeah, yeah It goes, on. Yeah, the sun is hitting us rough Shining down on us, giving us luck Siete de la mañana She's so pretty, cubana Frijoles y bananas, yeah Still cutting off fruit Siete de la mañana She's so pretty, cubana Frijoles y bananas, yeah Still cutting off fruit
was pretty papes with little mama i'm still in here this is still the comedy plug and i still got carissa gomez with me (laughs) and you know what we was having a real interesting conversation about relationships right now yes just wanted just to rehash it real quick and what were you saying when it comes to speaking out your feelings um you should just be um a hundred percent you know honest everything should just be on the table from the beginning and uh then you work your way through it work your way up um you know it doesn't have to always i i think we have like a lot of people have these uh, ideologies of how they should go about in in personal relationships like they want to oh you know do the um oh i'm a princess kind of thing or you know they don't go about it pragmatically they they want to rush into things so quickly and they think well if i rush into things then i'm going to be happy quickly and and i'm going to find happiness they don't kind of let things slowly simmer and and build up and and I think that it's kind of like with everything else. Um, if you're working towards something, uh, it tends to last longer. Mm-hmm. Um, part. Yeah. Rather than just rushing through it. Like the, the, the quicker you get into something, the, the quicker you fall out of it as well. And, you know, relationships just take hard work just in general. And a lot of people I feel they get so easily discouraged when they encounter a snag and they think, Oh my God, then this, this person is not the one, you know, and that's because some of their own personal traumas right. and what they've been through start right. weighing right. in on their yeah. chest. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, we have these, a lot of people have abandonment issues where they think, Oh, well, you know, if, if this person doesn't like me for this and I don't know what I'm going to do. And then the desperation sets in. And then, you know, the more we try to grasp at somebody uh, to pull them closer, like the more those people pull away. And um, I think that that speaks volumes, especially for people like us that have anxiety issues where we're trying to figure out how do we go about finding a healthy balance between our own feelings and theirs, you know? Well, thank you for bringing that introspective. Let's get to the banger <laughs> portions before we head out. Once again, that's Carissa Gomez, and this is Lalo Turner with Action. Feeling like they cashed out everybody else. Ain't gonna lie, I wish everybody well. But if it's on in this bitch, then nobody tell. Hey, me and Lalo out turning heads. We on the baseline trying to work the edge. Headed to that bag's what I heard her said. Yellow boy with that heat like burning lead. Too hot in this cold world. Pulling up like two socks at your home girl. Uh, sway I ain't ready for this bag yet. Me and Laylow, it ain't no half step. Me and Tanner X, yeah, that's a bag check. We gon' run it till ain't nothing in that bag left. Yeah, yeah. We gon' run it till ain't nothing in that bag left. Yo, ain't no way and ain't no cap. If it ain't no cake, it ain't gon' happen. If it ain't no pay, it ain't no match. Play it ain't no match On the block paying all my tax All my hitters staying all the way back All my guys stay about that ass All my guys waiting on reaction I used to care about their input But I'm just trying to put my shit out 
Niggas rapping, niggas capping. My nigga talk more than my bitch. Wow. I want my cabin, I want my cabin, I want my cabin. On my boat, on my lake, catching fish. I got my master, I'm a master with my masters. Michael Jackson, nigga, this is it. Yeah, elevate, elevate. Don't forget, meditate. When you make it, dedicate. Check yourself, regulate. Check me at my dinner date. Now I got a bigger plate. Hey, niggas, they gon' hate. Hey, niggas, I won't take. Fuck yourself, masturbate. I come from the IE. Many women gon' try me. Step on them lightly. I recognize like ID. Now I'm in the thick of things. Yeah, I go for bodies. Yeah, I go for bodies. Ain't no way, it ain't no cap. If it ain't no cake, it ain't gon' happen. If it ain't no pay, it ain't no match. Real life play, it ain't no match. On the block, paying all my tax. On my head, it's staying all the way out. Hey, all my guys, stay about that action. All my guys, waiting on me, Karma Rivera, I can't Yo, trust. I can't trust. I can't trust too much. I can't trust too much. I love myself too much. I love myself too much. Every week, new crush, bitch. I might lose touch. I might lose touch. Or I might choose us or find a new rush. I can't trust too much. I can't trust too much. Yeah, water my element. And if I'm in the room, I'm the elephant. She only fucking with me because I'm red. I know this show was fire. I know you guys were grooving. I know you guys were laughing, finding things interesting. But it's that time to go. It's that time to go. But we ain't going to go out until we get a little bit more info from the homegirl, Carissa. Where can they find you at? Um, I do have social media. I have uh, Instagram. Uh, it is doc, D-O-C underscore Hollywood underscore because that's where I was born. Um and uh, it's the same title for my Twitter, although I haven't used my Twitter in probably years. <laughs> <laughs> I feel, I feel. <laughs> and you got any shows coming up? Uh, yeah, I mean, I have one on September 11th in, uh, where is it? Gosh, Um uh, it's past Santa Clarita. It's a uh, what is that? That city up in the the desert. Temecula. No, no, not to, Temecula. Is not in the desert. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, it's not. Huh? It's on its no, way to it's here. in oh. um, Palm Springs. No, Palm Springs. That's my direction. Uh, Hold on. Let me look it up. 
It's it's north of it's north of here. Uh, Palmdale. Palmdale. Yeah. Oh, Ralph Man's from. Yeah, I have a show in Palmdale and um and I have a few other shows. I have one with uh, Mistress K. Shout out to Mistress K. Hey, she for, be doing her thing out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. She put me on her show. A second show. A second, a second future is female show. <laughs> oh. Yeah. You really are the future. Yeah, I, yeah, we are. We are the future. We are the future. This is why men are becoming women. <laughs> 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 They're like, I'm, I need to cash in my uh, my genitalia for uh, a chance at fame. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, the old Franks and Beans ain't cutting it no more. <laughs> well, Carissa, thank you for coming through. Oh, thank you. No, thank you, Tony. It was a pleasure. It truly was. It was a pleasure having you. Everybody else, this has been the Speech Guy, Tony Asar, A-S-A-R, coming from the land of sugar-free. So you know it's nothing sweet, but everything's nice. And this was the Comedy Plug. You can catch all songs that were played today under uh, on the Spotify playlist on Comedy FM. And it'll also be in the bio of the show's episodes when it drops on the week that it drops. Thank you all for uh, stopping by, shooting through. I'm getting a little dry. I should have drunk that water. Yeah. Throat all closing up on me. <laughs> well, without further ado, let's go ahead and push it through to Maria Bamford. Sign us off. Ooh. Uh, my husband's an artist, uh, so we're working on a project together. I'm not sure what it is exactly. Uh, but he pulls up his swim trunks all the way up to here, and then he tiptoes around the public pool, and then I chase him, yelling, Mr. Cassidy! <laughs> Mr. Cassidy! Mr. Cassidy! <laughs> Gonna try to pitch it to Nat Geo. <laughs> Audible? Okay, all right. Uh... So, uh, we talk about, we talk about money, that's the other thing we talk about in our family, because both have to ask to get paid in our jobs, and, um, has anyone here ever asked for a raise? Yes, no, no? Oh, how'd it go? How'd your raise go? I got let go. You got let go! (laughs) But good for you, asked, you asked. (laughs) So... I'm so sorry. Are you working at a better place now? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I never, I never, I never thought to ask for a raise. I worked uh, in temp jobs and minimum wage for 15 years. I worked at a laundry factory once, uh, making wire hangers into one long wire. Uh, I wasn't told what the mission statement was, and yet I still felt inspired. <laughs> So I also worked for a temp agency. Maria, can you meet them at an unmarked warehouse in Dallas?